Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Matthew versus Mickens podcast. I obviously go by the name Matthew Mickens, and I have a guest with me today, ladies and gentlemen, my auntie. <sighs> There's so many things that she does, and I don't know how to pinpoint, but she's a jack of all trades. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my auntie. nephew i am so glad to be on for those of you who may not know me i am his auntie um my name is sharita cromel of course um i am just elated and it is such an opportunity to get a chance to come on with my nephew um many will be like oh that's your nephew yes um we may not be by blood but we are by blood and so um you know when friends become family and you have extended family this is my nephew and if um you don't want me to have to get out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want me to get a pocket by my nephew, but I know that um, he has a lot of insight and very intelligent, uh, full of wisdom. And so I'm just on here. I'm going to vibe with him today. And um, I'm glad to be on. Thank you for having me, nephew. I'm ready when you are. You know, I, I'm just here to chop it up, you know, get some of your wisdom. <laughs> you know, we be having our little conversations. And, and you know, as, as, as somebody know coming more in tune with their uh their spirit spirituality yeah yeah i failed reading guys yeah that's right <laughs> not failed reading <laughs> no no that won't be more this like speech english i mean yeah no i feel like they're i feel like they're the same category like same kind of but yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to feel like i'm being more in tune with myself got you when it comes with god mm -hmm. and i want to know how to go get closer you All know, right. I'm hearing the little things from people, but I'm like, what, how do what I do, get I do with that? Yeah, the information I'm being told. Right. <clears throat> and I think that's a very uh, good, we can stick here for a minute. I call it stick and stay. Um, when you begin to get closer to the Lord, first of all, we know it's a personal relationship. Right. And so it's just like a regular relationship. You grow into that mm -hmm. relationship. But with him being the supreme, being him being the the all in all in your life, everything centers around what he says and leads you to do anyway. And so of course when you start getting those, um, he starts using people because the first thing is, do you hear his voice first? Yeah, I do. Okay. And not an audible, you know, people think it's like this audible, always audible voice, but your intuition your, um, I got this feeling that mm, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Right. Um, I think once that starts really fine tuning and people, uh, start actually speaking what you probably either have already heard or saw and they start confirming things. It's like, what do I do when they say this? Or what if I haven't seen it? Right. What if I didn't hear it? So now you're telling me, for instance, um, a door is going to open for you. Somebody walk up, a door's going to open for you. And in your mind, you're like, like uh, what door? Yeah. Where's the door? I need to see the door. Huh? What door uh -huh. am I looking? Because now your mind is saying, what door? Our practical mind starts saying, what door am I looking for? When it's really the Lord saying, it may be an opportunity. It may be as simple as you wanted to get a new soundboard. Right. And now here's the door for you to get it. So from that, what is the next step for that when somebody tells you, uh, the doors of opportunity are opening for you, or the Lord is about to do this for you. What would, what would be your next step? Is to go back to God. Yeah, that's that's what I did with my podcast name. Yes, that's how I got my podcast name for. Cause I was sitting, I was like, yo, like I kind of want to do a podcast after listening to so many. Yeah, I'm, so you're then, a podcaster. You like to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Okay. So I got the Matthew versus Mickens, and mind you, I'm like. Why, why that name? Like, I know that's my name, but why is that right. one? So it came to you first, or somebody told you? No, to it can't. It just happened, popped up in my head just randomly one day. Okay. And I was like, why is that? Why is that the name of my podcast? Right. Well, it's not mine. And then why did my dad go get me the equipment that following day? Did you know? Had you told him? I mentioned. I was like, yo, I may start a podcast. That was it. Yeah. And then my birthday was coming, so it was like, all right, let's go get the stuff. And I'm just like. It all happened just because it was a thought. Yeah, in 2019, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Why? So you've been doing this for 2019, since 2019? Not consistently. Mm -hmm. But I, I realized the tongue is powerful, and me getting on my podcast and going, your inconsistent host is uh, not going to get me to be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think sometimes we think of things, and it happens. 
And like you say, I think uh, the Lord knows when we're ready for certain levels in our lives. And so he knows that right now you're open to even inclining your ear to what he has to say. So now from there, what do I do, God, when you send these revelations or you send these words of encouragement or words, you know, speaking before it happens, what do I do with that? Because sometimes we don't see what's next. I'm a person, I don't always know what's going to happen next. A lot of stuff I am involved in, I'm an educator, I'm uh, <clears throat> a minister at a church, you know. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm doing a live show now. I'm a podcaster. My, you know, you got you to gotta watch it. You got to catch I'm, it out. I'm you got to give some good feedback. We also had a podcast that comes on on Fridays, too, I'm from the live show. So, um, you know, and once you start getting, picking up all these things, you have to find the balance, right. you know, yes. and knowing, all right, God, what is next? Because sometimes he'll give people visions, and then sometimes he'll send people to kind of help you see where you're going. Right. I feel like I'm one of those people who he'll, he sends people to kind of help me to see because I'm not necessarily the vision person to really see the vision before it happens because right. I think he knows I'll run sometimes. Yeah, I'm the stubborn one. Yeah. He, he, he be having to sit me down. Bro. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen right now. I'm right. Like, you can't tell me, like, you can't put in my mind, like, I was literally writing my list for goals for, like, the next, like, five years of my life. I'm like, yo, I'm going to have a million downloads on my podcast. Oh. I know to a lot of people that sounds crazy. Right. But I don't know why that was, like, the number two thing that I wrote down. Yeah. Out of all things. A million. You said a million downloads. Yeah. And it's like, right now I'm at a thousand downloads. So it's like. Why that number? <laughs> yeah, why did you set the bar? Why, why but you said in five years, though. Yes. Right? So this five is years. year what? This is what? This is, no, well, this is like being consistent. Yeah, this is probably like year one. Year one. Yeah. So based on the consistency. Yes. So when you wrote that, right? Right. You knew you weren't as consistent yet. No. But it's a goal. It's a goal. Now, yeah. do we stop the goal because of inconsistencies? Oh, no. Absolutely not. But now you're in a, what did you say when we start off? A better spiritual place. Yes. Your relationship with God. So now some of the inconsistencies are not lining up to be consistencies. Right. I'm not here to preach on your podcast. It's okay. <laughs> you take as much time as you need. But I'm saying because sometimes I think we're hard on ourselves because we feel like, oh, we should be. At this certain point, when we're this age, mm-hmm. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But I can honestly say everybody's timing is different. Oh, and yeah. I've I've seen God where human time, we be like, God, dog, it's taking them that long? Like, yeah, for real. When they going to finally finish or when they going to finally do da-da-da? But we're not in control of somebody else's process. And I've seen him complete processes years down the line and it's at the right time right because if that person would have went before time i honestly probably would say that it might not have been the best yep. situation yeah i had uh i was looking at getting a car the oh. other week mm. but tell me how i go I, I saw them tuesday last week see i'm about to about to educate y'all how how god works okay help I go us look at them tuesday help us there's nephew. two cars i want Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, things will line up. The, the guy plan, I talked to the manager Friday. He calls me at 7 o'clock on a dot, 7 p.m. on Friday. He's like, yo, come tomorrow. We're going to get you one of these cars. Mm. So he it, ready to get you a car. Yeah. So it comes 2 o'clock. I get a phone. I get a call. Reach out to my guy. I'm like, hey, the cars aren't on the website anymore. Text is back. Both cars were sold last night. At seven oh five, I go. I look up. I go. Oh, that means these these weren't my cars. This this wasn't it. Correct. But you know us as people, we be a little impatient. So I was like, you know what? I'm a step now you're back. talking about something. I'm a step back a little bit because I always remember like I got this word talked to me like five years ago. I forget his name. When was at the old church by the guitar center? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like, you gonna drive? He's you're, you're gonna have a red Ferrari, F eight. Mind you, the F8 has not come out yet. Right. So he's just giving me this exact spe- I'm like. Years ahead. Okay. Mind you, you know me. We I overthink. We're going to get to that. <laughs> but I'm like, F8 that hasn't even come out yet. What do you mean, F8? 
And you know, us, you know, God sees things that we don't see. So it's like, when? Ahead of time. How, how, how am I going to, you're not telling now me. Now we going to rush get, him. You, yeah, you telling me, how am I going to get there? Right. You didn't give me no plan, no nothing. You just, this is going to happen. I told this person to tell you, and that was it. And we think because they told us right then, it's going to happen right then. Mm. So do you think that people, once they get that, do they go back and ask God for the plan? I pray about it. And I ask. I'll pray about it. And I'm like, God, like, you said this, but like, how am, you, how am I supposed to execute it? Right. Is there a following step? Got it. And it's like, like, like I said, last like two, three months, I just feel like more, more people have been telling me things God have told them to tell me. And I'm just like, all right, so you hear me talking to you at in the morning when I get up and on the way to work and just talking to you like you're the homie. Right. So it's like you're listening. Yeah. Oh, he hears us. Yeah, I know. I and learned. he will respond. Yeah, I trust me. Whether whether he responds with that still small voice, yeah, or whether he responds um, according to something else, um, you know, it's like it's all right. Who who has a who still has a house phone, right? <laughs> we gonna let still, it. Yeah, who still has a house phone, right? It's but fine. but who who um. When he does give that and, you know, you're listening to yourself talk to him and you think, I wonder if he's really going to answer back. Yeah, bro, you're going to have me back. <laughs> right. And But we wait for him to do it, like, right then. Right. Or a day later. Like, we we thinking in human time versus his time, mm. which is definitely not our time. And then here it come four weeks later. And somebody come and say something that you was thinking about two or prayed about two months ago. Right. And they give you pieces, those pieces of what's to come. Right. And you like, what, mm, what did I do with that? It's like for me, like I, uh, I remember we had a lady coming on a, like a night, I think a night service. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm like, all right. I, somebody says she sees things. Like she sees the visions and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Like you, she sees stuff. My mom's telling me. I'm like, okay. I, I wonder what. Uh, I'm like, I f- actually, I feel like she's gonna have something to say to me. I feel like she gonna, she gonna talk to me. I'm like, I just had a feeling. I put it out there. She gonna confirm everything I've been thinking about that I've been going through. And I'm just, so I'm sitting there with my headphones on the back, working the screens. Yeah. Hey, guy in the purple shirt with the headphones on. Mind you, I'm sitting there looking at her. I'm like. I'm wearing the purple shirt, and yeah. I got headphones. On. I'm the and only one. And you had just thought about it. No, I no. I, this was Monday. I thought about this. This was this was no. This was Monday because I was telling my girlfriend. Like, oh. I was telling her Monday, like, yo, this lady's gonna talk to me. Da da da. Because my mom just told me on Sunday, so she's gonna tell me. So she's gonna tell me on Friday. So Friday comes. Uh, she talks to me. I'm like, and then so Friday night, I'm sitting there. I'm like, she's gonna talk to me, and she's gonna probably pull them. She's gonna pull the mic away, which she did. And she told me everything I knew she was going to tell me. Yeah. And it was weird because I'm just like, you know, I, I've been thinking about this stuff for you the already past couple of days. It. Yeah. And this is just confirmation of those things. Yeah. So it's like, okay. But what's the plan, though, God? Like, right. You, you did, so, you need, so you need a strategic plan to what God's going to do. Because you yeah. are a thinker. Yes. And you're an analyzer. Yes. Right? Don't tell them now. That's oh, 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 you're right. good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> You good, go ahead. Like, I'm just trying to help because this is good because it's a lot of people who are overthinkers and analyzers in general. Right. Like, you don't, you don't even have to be spiritual for that. You just overthink, you overanalyze. And sometimes they are looking for that strategic moment. Like, I need to know every step to what I need to do. Right. But what happens when you can't get every step? Yeah, that. And that's the thing. I'm just like, I'm just sitting there, like, I'm sitting there thinking, like I said, I'm, I'm the, just point me in the direction I need to go. I, I can figure out, the, I can figure out the rest with your guidance, but point me in the direction. If I need to go north, you tell me I'm going to go north. Right. But if you tell me I need to just do something and do this thing consistently and show up every day and just keep doing my day-to-day thing, then let me know because I'm going to just sit there and I'm going to keep doing the same thing, praying to you, talking to you, reading my Bible and so you feel like you're someone who needs direction all the time. Depending on what it is. Okay. Because, you know, God comes up with things. like he, Out of the blue. I didn't even know that was a job or that was a thing. Like, he'll make a job, a job that wasn't even a job. Yes. And, like, and you be like, that's how this 
podcast became a thing. Yeah, like <laughs> it was just where like, did that come from? So you're open yeah. to so you're open to right. being um are you open to freedom to move without direction? Oh yeah. Cause I'm one of those, like I said, if I'm able to if I'm able to put myself in a position to just go okay. where I'm needed, I wanna go. Okay. Even like I said, if he if he's gonna God's gonna help me get to where I wanna be, I'm gonna make sure to tell everybody how I got there. Right. So what happens when he doesn't give you the steps right away as an overthinker or an analyzer? What happens? <laughs> Yo, God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So does that, like, do you feel like when you don't have an answer or you don't have a plan, does that cause a little, um, not tension, but could it cause certain levels? I don't even want to call it anxiety. But do you get, like, a little nervous when you don't know? No, I don't get nervous. It's more like a, like I said, the last couple of months I've been getting so many words. I'm just like, okay, God, you're giving me all this stuff. Like, how am I supposed to read? Where's, what's the direction you want me to rearrange these things in? Mm-hmm. It's more like that because, like I said, like you said, analytical thinker. I'm just like, okay, you're telling me this. And it's like, is there a moment I'm waiting for? Did I miss a door? Like, right. What's the thing? Because you, you're telling me I'm I'm supposed to be these things and this person, but it's like, but yeah, how, what is like that? what's the what's the thing? Like what is it? You tell me I need to be more consistent with the podcast. I'm like okay, I'm trying to get guests, and I don't want just any. I want people, people gonna give you something that's gonna give me something that we are gonna talk. We are gonna have some conversation. We are gonna help people grow. Cause at the Correct. Because at the end of my podcast, I, the new thing I say it goes. I don't know what what you're doing or where you're going, but as long as you listen to this show, we're going somewhere. That like that is any other. So your ultimate goal is to go somewhere. Yes. So my question is Uh to you. Oh yeah, we getting there. We getting in there now. (laughs) How do you help someone go somewhere if they don't feel comfortable with being out? Of the familiar. I think me, I'm living proof of that. I don't know what I'm doing with this podcast. I just am somebody who knows how to talk and I'm just going. I teach people based upon what I'm going through. Like right now we're talking something I'm currently dealing with. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going. So you go with real experiences. Yes. So technically, let me, come on, let me bring it to you, nephew. Come on now. So technically, you are really trusting the father. Yes. Through every process that you go through. Because even though you would love to have a direct plan, like, mapped out, everything he's taking you through now, you have no plan. It's kind of like, I'm here in the moment. So I have to move with what's going on. Yes. And that is a, for me, let me speak for me. Go ahead. I think that is a great place to be. As you're growing spiritually, because a lot of times um, uh, the Bible talks about um, now faith mm-hmm. is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And as Christians, we want to see everything right. before it happens. But oftentimes he'll place us in things that we have not seen. And do we trust him enough to go with his plan? Yeah. So I think you're in the perfect place of getting to where God ultimately wants to take you. And this is just the beginning, right? It is. This is not, and it's not a, it may be uncomfortable for you because it's like, wait, all I said was I want to get on and be a podcaster and just talk. But he's saying, but you're going to help people to what you say your slogan is? Oh, I don't know what you're doing or where you're going, but as long as you listen to this show, we're going somewhere. So you're helping people go somewhere. Whoever listens at this and maybe dealing with the same thing that I probably can say uh, your average 99% of humans deal with, right. whether they're a believer or not, everybody has this time where it's like, I don't know what direction I'm in. Like, But here's the key thing for us as believers. 
we know who we trust in. We trust in the Father. We trust in Jesus, his son. We trust in the Holy Spirit to guide us. And so as he's guiding us, we have to trust he's not going to leave us in a place of just the unknown. Because right. technically, even in the unknown becomes a known when we allow ourselves to see it. Right. Uh-oh, watch it. <laughs> yeah, I love the gunshot. <laughs> watch it. We sure But that's the thing, like, even the podcast thing all started because I was like, somebody's like, yeah, you should just start journaling your thoughts at night. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm better at talking and I feel like I'm going to want to like hear back my thoughts. So let me probably do a podcast. Mm. Mind you, when I started, I was like, I don't really care if anybody listens to it. I don't even promote my podcast. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause I asked, I was like, well, you know, nephew, how are they going to know like that you had a podcast out if you don't put something out? Yeah. But, that and was the thing when I started. It was yeah. more like a just That's why you're going to send me everything I need to put up so yes. I can let them know it's going to air whenever it's going to air. Or are we live now? I don't even know. I'm just now. talking. We're just, we're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just more of like a thing. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to just go. I don't know where you're taking this podcast. I don't know why you had me put my name on the podcast. Yeah. But why? Because you just said it. You you really you really talk. See, here's the thing: when you have the, uh, and I've been told that I have the same kind of thing here, the thing here of the gift of wisdom, to where we can talk, and a lot of times we don't even we talking, and after you done, you don't even know what you said because you you're not speaking in you yourself. Right. You're letting the Lord speak through you unknowingly, because you say to other people and they like, do you remember what you said? Mm-hmm. I'm like. When? When? No. <laughs> what you was sure? That? What was that? <laughs> yeah, like, where were we? Was that, sir? You know. Did it sound good? I'd be like, yeah. I said that? Yeah. And then they'd be like, but it came to pass. Like, it happened. Or like, you really encouraged me. Or I didn't even know I needed to hear that right. when I needed to hear. So I'm sure like some of your friends and family, you talking to them and you don't even realize you helping them get somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Because I. That's the thing. With like, with no respect of age, what I learned is I've been around older people growing up as a young person, especially when you're in the music ministry. And, you know, it's not a lot of female um, at the time. It wasn't a lot of young female musicians. Um, and so, you know, it was older female musicians. So I'm, you know, being called to this church or that church or to come for the youth and da-da-da-da to play here. And you encountering these older people, which is good to be around older people too because you're getting that wisdom right. but still knowing how to connect with the younger right. um, and teens and young adults. And so I learned at a very young age, sometimes age is not the, th- the, the thing. It's the wisdom. It's the knowledge that right. you get, that you can get people somewhere even that's older than you because you're speaking directly from the source. Right. And see, that's the thing is like people, so many of my female friends come to me for advice and I'm just like, why are you asking me? I've never been in this situation. I just got a girlfriend, by the way. Like, <laughs> why are you asking me and about? I'm still trying to get you an uncle. We're working on that. Yes, working on it. I'm not putting the plug in, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> applications with the link below. Yeah. My nephew will be looking at applications, so. But it's like, I, they be asking me. I'm like, why are you asking me? I'm like, I, I'm like, why are you asking me? I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for in a person. I can only tell you and guide you the best way I know how to right. get you a man. Yeah. And they go, well, how's that? I'm like, well, what kind of man do you want? Correct. Where's he at? What is he doing? Yeah. Because all the pe- men that I know that are good, they stay at home and read books majority of their life. Yeah. Or they travel or they do this. They're paying down debt. They're working hard in the gym. Yeah. They're not outside flashing their money. Right. And buying things that they do not need. Right. So so you're so you're trying to give them wisdom on it's not just about material things. Yes. But what else do you want to see in a a man and a guy? Right. Exactly. And then they looking at you because right now their minds may not be as mature enough to realize it's not always about money. But of course, we know you need money and things to live. Now, I'm, for instance, I'm not opposed to somebody who ain't just a millionaire. Right. Right. Would I love to have a millionaire? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Those links you know, yeah. <laughs> if you're out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> links below. 
But, you know, it's good because I have people come to me asking me about stuff like with marriage. And I'm like, I'm not married. Like, I I will never, like, even I've had people who, mar- who are married come to me and, you know, they confide in me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, one thing I'm not going to do is to tell you to leave, not nobody, unless it's like drastic, like domestic violence kind yeah. of stuff. Like, you might want to get out of there. You might want to bash your head in, yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like. For whatever God gives certain people the grace and the wisdom, even right. if you're not living in that situation, it's almost like he speaks through you to give even insight on something you may not be living at right. the time. Ex- that's, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Because, like, somebody's like, oh, how do I keep my, like, my man happy? I was like, what does he ask you for? And she was like, I don't know. I'm like, I can give you the basic three things. She's like, where are they? I was like, don't be a headache. Be supportive. Be feminine. And she's like, that's it? I was like, that's it? Yeah. She was like, but what does be feminine to be mean? I'm like, I don't know. You have to find that out for you. And right. Him. What does he like? What 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 is feminine to him? Yeah. Because like, he may be like, you know, baby, you know, throwing your, your joggers, some tennis shoes, a T-shirt. Let's go run. Let's go to the gym. That's, right. You know, let's go for a fun day. But then when it's time to dress up. Uh, I'm going to take you out to a nice restaurant or let's go to a nice movie and stuff. You got to know how to adjust. Right. And I'm funny you said that. Cause I had this conversation like, like a month ago. Um, and they were like, well, you know, sometimes guys want you to be, you know, more feminine. And I'm like, what? Uh, don't hate because sometimes I'm not putting on my, my, uh, my, my, my stilettos. Like I'm already tall. But I've also been on a boot with Achilles tendon, you know, so sometimes uh, heels and stuff is kind of like, eh. you can't do it. but when you want something, you will make adjustments right. to help those inconsistencies mm-hmm. that we may have. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like the other thing is like, I remember this girl that I knew, she was like, it's like, why are guys always approaching me when I'm not done up? And I'm like, Cause men don't really care about that. We kind of like the we want to see what you look like when the hair is not done. You're running errands. You yeah. get the bonnet when you go out the house. Yeah. That's what we're like. wearing no bonnet. Nah, they, they need to stop that bonnet in the store now. That bonnet be <laughs> that's a little drastic. That bonnet, but you know we'll go. With they be it. like, don't look at my nails. They be like, no, it's okay. You, you did some work. Your nail broke. It's all right, right, right. You know, so I feel like sometimes people are always on, mm-hmm. like putting on or. Let people see the real you. Like, I would rather people see the real me behind makeup, behind me having my hair always done. I mean, there is a in-between. Right. Come on here. Even in your spiritual life, there is an in-between. There's a gray area. It is a gray area. Every day is not going to be a I'm so happy day or I'm all put together day. And so the person that is with you has to be able to see Mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. inconsistent days uh-huh. and still be able to support you and then be that happy medium to help bring you back up hey. or, you know, be like, okay, um, babe, I see you, you know, your little nail broke up. Now you done been like this for a month. You know? yeah. <laughs> but that's when you time it. And like, that's why I saying like the, me and my girlfriend now, that's why I think the story, how we started dating is like the craziest thing in the world. I literally lost my wallet on our first date. Like, I lost it. I couldn't no, find it. No, nephew, no. I never told you the story. No. Oh. Tell me later. I'll tell no, oh I got to tell you that. I got to tell you that. <laughs> but this is why, like, this is why I say, like, it has to work with her. It just has to. Because in this moment, I didn't have my wallet. A man's wallet. Every, every, yeah. Everybody. Everything's Everything in there. in there. Yeah. I couldn't find it. I lost it. Wow. I called her. I was like, yo, listen. Like, I wanted to go out with you, but I came from Vermont. She's like, don't worry about it. I got us. She got us. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, oh no. Mm-mm. We can't go. Yeah. It was a, I got us. Yeah. And mind you, that tells me, it's like, okay, this goes the distance. This goes into us getting a place, a car. Yeah. It's like, I know if I don't got, she got it. Right. And so, that was the first date? First date. Wow. So we've been together ever since the second. Right. Because to but me, you it, made up for not having a wallet. Oh yeah. I took her out the next day, got <laughs> some flowers, hit my florist up. 
But I found it when I got back home. It yeah. was in my drawer, <laughs> happened to be. And what? And, and then it makes you think. I like it. It's so much we could say just on that alone. Yeah. Did God really use that as a moment to show you that I'm trying to show give you something that you can trust? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially as a overthinker, like I know that probably like put you into a panic a little bit because like now you trying to think of every step. Where was my wallet? Yeah. Why would I lose my wallet oh, right I now? Didn't continue. Oh, she helped me go find it. I went to my homeboy's house where I thought I left it at. We went to the mall where I thought I left it at. We looked in the parking lot. So y'all had like a scavenger hunt for yeah, this wallet. After the, after the date, yeah, because I couldn't find it. I didn't know where it was wow. at. Wow. And if it wasn't so late, she was going to come to the house and even help me look for it. Yeah. Because I really couldn't find it. Yeah. But in my eyes, like I said, it was more like a, wow, like this is our first date and you're helping and me. And you're already doing my- this, yeah. So do you think that it was predestined for you to meet her? Wow, we're going all in the relationships, yeah, guys. Okay. We, did, we This is like a, we just, know, we just going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think so. I do. Because it's just like, there's no, out of the women in my past that I've dealt with, it's mm-hmm. just never was that. It was like, they wasn't going, they wasn't going to help me look for my wallet. Right. They wasn't going to go on that date with me. Right, because you think they probably was all, it was all about looks anyway and what they think you have. And so, oh, he can't find his wallet. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't. He, uh, he's not organized. Like, yeah. No. And then no. when I got the, when I got my red car, like the girl I was dating at the time when I got that, I think, she, I don't care if she listens to it. She was like, oh, that's a, that's a 304 magnet. That attracts women. It's a woman's magnet. It's this. I'm like, I just got a new car. And this yeah. is all you see. Yeah, for you, it's, this is a car. Like, yeah. this is my car. So and I didn't get it for the women. Attracted. I got it, yeah. I got it for me. Yeah, so tell me thank you. Tell me congratulations. Yeah. Like, be excited for me when exactly. I'm getting things just as I'm going to be excited for you. But guess what? That's a, a good thing because then it shows you who you don't need. You know, even when it comes to friends, it's like it shows you if 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 my friends and you know people I'm close to can't congratulate me on right. on things and we reciprocate the same thing. If we can't do that, yeah. And the thing, like the thing about that is like I'm such like one of those like weird friends because I'm like, like I said, like for my car, the style of car is like I was gonna get an RT, so which is like the one up for my car, but then you can go Hellcat and. Etc. But it was like, I like if I would have got the RT in a friend of mine, I would have been the type of friend to go, that's it. Like, you done working hard? You just, you got an RT. If I go get the Hellcat, I want that friend to be like, that's it? You don't work hard no more? You got what you wanted? Like, what's next? <laughs> but that, but that's good as a friend. Like, that's the kind of friend I am. Yeah, you, you pushing them like, come on, you got more for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And we talking about like a material thing here, yeah, a car. Yeah. I mean, some people you can't afford the next step up, yeah, but we talking about something in life. Like that, you going to just stop there. Yeah. You know, I think we have conversations and this is good. Cause it's like a candid conversation between right. a nephew and an aunt. Like I'm, I'm the cool auntie. Right. You're the cool. And auntie. it's like, listen, let's be open and real about things. What's next? What what are we pushing to? So we've had conversations about what's next. What are you going to do after this? What what were you going to do after college or right. high school or you know what's next? And so you have some goals, and we don't stop at a goal because right. we don't succeed the first time. That's right. to go back to being consistent. Do we stop? But the first sign is recognizing that I may have some inconsistencies. Right. So how do I fix those inconsistencies and what are they? Right. Inconsistencies? Mm, that's good. But I got to think. You got me. Like, <laughs> see, I like thinking like. Because yeah. it's like me, like I said, it's like me just like I said, showing up. Like right now, people find it crazy, but I'm like trying to be debt free by 30. And everybody's like, bro, that's crazy. You're 27. I'm like, I'm like, yo. It can like, be done. It can be done. I tithe every Sunday. I write debt free six figures in my envelope. That's yeah. it. That's what I write in my envelope. If yeah. you guys wanted to know. You can go check all of them. If you can get the hold of those, yes. that's what they say. Because in my mind, I'm just like, I can do that. Right. It, it would be so impressive to me to just be debt free. Mm-hmm. Even getting a house or getting my own place. And yeah. Just all I have is that house payment. Right. Whatever bills. Come yeah. With come that, with obviously. that. Because it's going to be bills. Yeah. Zero debt free at 30. Yeah. What an accomplishment. That, it, that, that definitely will be an accomplishment. You let me know how that works for you and how I can join. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm I'm 42. I just turned 42, and I know I have debt. Um, I purchased my home in 2008. I was 25, I think, maybe 26. I had been working as a teacher, and it just kind of speaking of things God will do mm-hmm. off the cuff. My mom and my now bonus dad, I call him my bonus dad, um, were getting married. They were going to be purchasing a house. Now me, hey, I want to go too because why? <laughs> and I'm not ready to be on my own. And my mom randomly one day said, I wonder if you could purchase our townhouse. And I was like, mm, wasn't a thought. I don't know. Yeah. What I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? And she was like, I think we should go to the bank and see can we get a loan for you to purchase the house. And me being, I'm still, I think I was on like 25. Like, mm, um, yeah. All right. You know, I was a little reluctant. And I'll say my spiritual walk was okay. I probably, I was probably in this moment of growing and growth. And we went to the bank and lo and behold, legit. Went in, talked to the loan people, and they were like, yeah, you're approved. What? I'm looking around like, who? Who is approved? What? Everything moved so quick. I was a homeowner in like three to four weeks. Oh, wow. And it wasn't something that I was prepared for. I didn't have a plan. I'm like... I I I I reckon I'm making enough money to pay the mortgage. I mean, thank God for the gift of equity from my mom. But you know, because that didn't, that meant I didn't have to borrow as much. Right. But um, I was like, wow. And to probably be honest, I may have about maybe 18 more years to pay on my loan. That's then I'll bad. be debt free now. You know, if God may say, hey, wipe that thing clean. Oh yeah. But is. I always feel like I'm not that person. You know, how people are like, oh, I got this big check in the mail or. Oh, this got paid off. I, I just feel like that never happens to me. Um, but maybe if I change the way I think, I won't say it won't happen. Hey, you never know. I'm just a person, like, I don't even win gifts a lot of times. You know, when they have, like, giveaways and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't ever get giveaways. I'm like, dog, I never <laughs> win. Because <What? laughs> it's like, but I feel like that's a way of God keeping some of us humble. Girl. Yeah, because, <laughs> oh, he know what. He know if I win, <laughs> if I don't win that $260 million, oh, God. Ooh. God knows. God, I'm going to give you your money first. I always tell the Lord, if you just let me win, I'm going to give you your money first. God knows. Give you your money. Kick my parents out of their house. Go live there. (laughs) Go get them something. (laughs) You got to go. Oh, why would you kick your parents out of your house? Because technically, I won't have to change much information. And, you know. So you want to keep your stuff consistent and make them (laughs) (laughs) move. To be honest, I just don't want to go to the DMV. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going to have the money to pay for it. No, I get them. I just don't want to go to the DMV and have to change all I the know, address but on the you, ID. You would be the one with the money to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, their new house and them to do it. <laughs> but you don't want to go do the work. No, nah, my ID's gonna already say I live here. If I kick gotcha. them out and get the house, then you get what I'm saying. They gotcha. gotta wait in the DMV, yeah, you get change their ID, else. and all that. Yeah, I ain't gotta do all that. Correct. <laughs> so you, you, you trying to get Ryan to work, right? <laughs> That's why he ain't gave it to you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's why. Oh no. But you know that, but that's good to speaking of doing the work that goes hand in hand with inconsistencies, right. inconsistencies. Because some people, most people who are inconsistent, is because they don't want to put the time and the work in. Mm, that's true. They don't. They they want to just sit and be lazy and think it's gonna happen overnight by going to bed early. It's like no, you gotta do a little work. You gotta you gotta do a little work, but they want to be like osmosis. Like I blink my eye, I dream a genie, and it's there. It's not going to happen like Nobody's going to do the work for you. No. So, which I'm going to ask you a question, okay. and I want to get your honest opinion on this. Okay. Um, I was having a discussion, and this is going to kind of go at work, how um, I guess I'll call it this generation or the millennials. Yeah, I think you all are. Are you guys the millennials or are you generation? Listen, See, I get confused on who is who. You know um, I had a comment, but I'm not going to get us canceled today, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but go ahead. Who is who? I, know, I never know who is who. <laughs> so, like, okay, I'll say um, those 18 to, I'll say maybe about 35, 36. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That that in-between age group. No, oh, it's, tw- it's, no, it's 23. It's 23, 30. 
no, 23, 30, that group. Okay, I'm going to say 21 to 38. Okay. I'm going to get, because I've seen some beyond yeah, yeah. that. Um, Who feel like they have this, and we were talking about work, and I had this discussion, they feel like they're entitled to a um a career or a job or whatever and they don't stick and stay like they feel like you need me so if I don't like one thing you say to me or you try to make me work and actually do my job and I don't like the way you making me do my job right then I don't need your job I'm just gonna quit like it's no um reverence to like, before you, you get your two weeks, if you're going to leave a job or, you know, you need to be on there for 90 days before you grow. And it's people not sticking and staying. How do you feel about that? Is that Do you feel like that's an inconsistency? I think it's a person thing. I think my generation likes fast money. I think we like it fast. If, if it's not, we're not enjoying it due to social media and us seeing people's highlight reels, then we just don't want to do it. But me, I'm going to be the best. Whether I'm at McDonald's, Burger King, all them fast food. That's what I'm saying. Like, people are like, oh, why do you? I'm like, because I want it. If I go get a job working for a school, I'm going to be the best whatever I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, be the, right there. You going to what? Show up. So, oh. what is Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> need. Yeah. Like, what happens? Because some people, a lot of them don't show up. Because they're just so comfortable. It's like, I noticed, like I said, I've noticed, like, with women in my generation, because I feel like this is the best way to explain it. I feel like in women in my generation, they just feel like looks is just all they need. Mm. I feel like men, they feel like they need money and this and this to be live a fulfilled life. But mm. it's really, it's pursuing your purpose and growing and leaving a legacy. Mind you, money is going to help with that. Correct. It is. Yeah. But you got to have some type of thing that pushes you every day. Right. And that's like, I always see people that they say they grew up in the hood and they always become successful because that's all they know. They, they That's the option they've had. Mm. But it's like when you want something so bad enough to willing as much as you want to breathe. I heard, I think it was uh, Eric, hip hop rapper, some guy. Yeah, he says as much as you want something, as you want to breathe, that's when you will be successful. But a lot of my generation stops at the that next step, mm. the work part. Mm. And it's like I had a buddy of mine. I'll never forget, he, like, stepped away from the friend group for a couple months. He was just like, yo, like, I'll be around. That was it. <laughs> That's all he said. Mind you, he was building a business, mm-hmm. staying up late nights, not partying, not going out, not drinking, not nothing, because he had a plan. He had a mission. So he was getting substance to what his he already knew he needed. Right. So do you think it's the substance that's missing for some of that age group or is it the willingness to survive without the glamour? My generation feels like they don't need. They Got don't. It. They don't like women. Feel like they don't need a man. Like they just don't need a man. Mm-hmm. Th- that's they just don't need it. Men feel like they need money to attract women that don't need them, which is Got it. the ideology behind that is just yeah. crazy. But it's like. We need each other if we want to grow and be successful and become these these things yeah. as human beings. Definitely. But a lot of us feel like we just we want everything just We coexisting on this. Yeah, earth. like yeah. Like yeah. Like I don't need them, they don't need me. But it's like when you're on a job, you're supposed to show up for that job. Right. You don't know what you don't know what door that job's gonna unlock for you. You don't. You really do not know. And and even that can go even for relationships, friendships. Yep. A lot of us, uh, well, I don't need them. I don't. I don't need friends. I don't need this right. one. But we do. We are human beings. God told us we have to be in relationship with each other. We do. You don't know what that relationship may bring for you. You know, and yeah. you know we think of the negative side of it, but some of those experiences help us to know what we want and don't want. Right. How will we ever know what we want or need if we don't ever experience this, right. you know, this, these things. And I just feel like that this age group is doing a disservice to themselves. And you said it just as plain as day in creating and building legacy. Right. Like, what are you going to leave? If you you still 40, I'm 42, and I see some 45 and 
50 year olds still doing the same thing they was doing when they was 20. Like, what legacy are you leaving? And I'm looking at some of their kids and grandkids, and you can tell what they have built on because it's living through the bloodline. That's a whole nother podcast. It is. Okay. It is. But we got to be careful what we are, you know, what we're showing in our bloodlines. Like, you have a bloodline. You have a mom. You have a dad. You even have... Your dad, dad, you know what I'm saying? Your bonus dad, the dad that raised you, the dad that birthed you. You have these bloodlines running through. And so what kind of legacy are you going to live? Because you. Tag me in, auntie. Come on, tag me in, auntie. Tag me in, nephew. I don't know. Have you seen a power? Uh, Sort of. I've watched a few. Okay, I'm going to explain what happened. But this is the perfect prime example. Power, James St. Patrick. His son ends up killing him. The son kills his dad. Mm-hmm. And he told his best friend, the dad told his best friend, do not go after my son. Because he already That's knew. his legacy. Yeah. That, that's, that's his legacy. Mm. He, he felt how he felt, but that's his legacy. Why would he want another man to destroy his legacy right. that he left? Yeah. And then two, he also told in the storyline of power, it's like his son basically can't get all the money that his dad had until he graduates college. Mm. He didn't know that. Exactly. But it's like, his dad must have had that mindset of leaving that legacy and continuing the bloodline yeah, of what they do. I'm telling you. So and like, even though it's that kind of legacy, yeah. but it's still leave, he is still building upon something. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. It's like out of all the things I could want in this life, all I want is to have a leave a legacy behind. Right. That's the only thing that's gonna stay. That's it. And that's how you think we get generations, you know. That's why I know people be thinking I'm crazy. I'm like, God, you know, I'm 42 now. I don't got no kids. Like, you know, I don't have no kids. And I don't know if that's in the Lord's will for me. And, you know, right. I've accepted that. It's like at a certain number nine, right. I'm trying to have no kids. Yeah. I'm 50 with a one-year-old. Come on now. Go to your uncle Matt because it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think that's why a lot of, Young adults try to have that, you know, they pimp, oh, by 21, I want to have, be married, 25. You know, they get these numbers. They don't even want to be married these days. No, <laughs> and some are marrying, and it's not really a marriage. They in, like, a um, mutual agreement, even though they done went and got married because it's only lasting. Oh, a dad taking care of a daughter? Yeah, or, wait, wait. <laughs> no, like, mutual agreement, like, you know, I done got married, mm-hmm. but I done already co uh been I was off paper married for yeah, I see years. That. Then I decided after fifteen years or ten years or even three years, I'ma go get married, but we still really didn't know each other. And now we marry and the marriage don't last but six months. Yeah, that's come crazy. on. That's, that's this is a waste of money. That is. And I ain't about wasting money. Yeah, and then <laughs> I got a, a prenup and yeah, just get see some people getting prenups, some people don't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why don't people, we're not lasting and sustaining in anything anymore. And I can't even blame it on COVID. Me neither. No, people like, oh, COVID did it. No, that was happening before COVID. COVID just magnified what was already under the rug. Right. It's like, we make it, when it comes to relationships, it's like some of us just make it so complicated. It's really a simple thing. It really is. It's like, men want to feel respected. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's. So you feel like females should be um, a little more respect for other male feelings because every male doesn't have that showing their feelings type. Right. But it's okay for them to show their feelings. Is, and, like, we should be able to talk without the the back and forth. Like, you ain't got right. to cuss me how to beat me up or slap yeah. me to get me to hear you. Like, we right. should be able to listen to each other. And that... And like I said, I just feel like the dating market today is just, they, people have made it so complicated, and it's really not. But I also think, like I said, I think also women are gaining more. They're mm. getting more money. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're requiring their man to have more than they have to Got respect you. him. Wow. And me being in a relationship, it's like the only thing I've ever asked my lady of, I just, I, you should be a reflection of me. You, mm. you should you should know how I operate. And I know we're not married yet, but the way I think is I need to prepare her just in case I don't exist and she's still here. Mm-hmm. She needs to know how I think, how I move, how to handle whatever business shall come, how mm-hmm. the kid, like, she should be able to handle that and be my reflection. Because you already in your, 
in your Shondo spirit, in your <laughs> spirit, you already feel this connection to her that she will be around for yeah. a long time. Because she shows me every day. Right. She she tells me every day that she wants that future. She wants that life. She wants to be there ups and downs. Right. If I lose but, my job tomorrow, she wants to be there for it. Right. But she's not pushing you, and that's the key. She's not pushing you into uh, marriage yet because no. she's growing. Every step is a growth for you all together. Right. So when you do make that covenant joining in, right. it's not a struggle because yeah. you all know each other. Yeah. You all were friends before you were lovers. Yeah. And it's like, but she don't, she doesn't push me. Like I want to marry her. But at the end of the day with me overthinking, I'm more of the, you're inheriting my last name. So I have to make sure like I'm good to take care of you. And that, like that's just the way I think. Not saying she does not want to work, but I want to be able to take care of, especially if you're inheriting my last name. Yeah. I want to make sure you're good. If you want to say I don't want to work for the next year to raise kids, then yeah. I need to make sure I'm able to take care of the household. Right. But do you think that's growing together or do you feel like that's something you have to pre already have done before you make the next step? I think come I, on over. Think I, I think I'm I'm building that. I think that's why go so hard that's why i get up every day because i'm just like i need to be put put in a position to have a legacy at the end of the day and that legacy to have no bumps it just needs to be but we know in life we bump yeah see remember yeah see you are a you are a (laughs) analyzer so you're like the person who um i'm gonna try to think of what detour could happen before i get to the detour (laughs) yes which is Null and void of a detour because a detour usually happens and you never know it's going to happen unless it's a pre-planned detour. Right. So you have to be willing to move without thinking, trying to think ahead of the game. Yeah. Some things, yes, you want to definitely plan out. Right. But some things you can't plan for because some things just happen. And they happen because God allows them. Like, you know, we always saying, oh, the enemy did it, oh, Satan. Yeah, I don't like that. But the Lord allowed Satan to test. He allowed Satan to test Job. He did. He didn't just, Satan didn't just go to Job. He asked, really, yeah, I'm going to check your servant. Huh? We have to allow God to take us through the process without trying to pre-plan for him. I'm talking to Matthew Mickens, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew versus Mickens. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and that's the thing. Even you mentioned the word servant. I, I feel like people have the word servant just mixed up. Cause it's like, for me, it's like, you're supposed to just do it out of it being an inconvenience for you. But a lot of people don't understand that. It's like, like to me, a servant is somebody you just, Year round, it's not inconvenience. You don't get irritated, upset. You're just a servant. That's what you do. You see something on the ground, the store is like, I don't work here, but it's gonna bother yeah, me if I just leave it there, right? Or you see somebody waiting after church, needing a ride. It's like, I, I, I would rather take them than, than just here because you're a servant, right? But some people get so upset when they are asked to do tasks in the church. Mm. I don't want to shoot them shots. But. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's the next key uh, to that, though. Okay. Um, every servant, I'm going to help right here. Got to help. Listen closely. Okay. Every servant, every person, and I'll say this, um, does not have the capacity Mm. to serve and do certain things. Now, picking up a piece of paper, that simple. Bend down, pick the paper up, go get a paper towel and wipe what you see that need to be wiped up. Right. But there are certain positions in certain places, even within the, the kingdom, the church um, organization mm-hmm. and um, kingdom settings and even on mainstream jobs that people really are in positions that they cannot carry the workload. Mm-hmm. And so that's when they get frustrated or because people haven't learned how to be in relationship with different personalities of people. Right. It's a whole nother show. It is. Like some personalities are very um, hard to deal with. You have to learn and grow into dealing with those personalities so you know how to serve 
with different types of people because everybody's experience is a little different. So everybody's responses are a little different. And then yeah. the Lord allows us to know what we can really um, deal with hands-on or am I that servant that I got to be in a certain place to really fulfill what I need to do. Right. And some people growing into the servanthood, the servanthood, you know? Yeah, they do. The ones who get attitudes because you say, hey, can you drive Sister Lula home? You know, and they like, mm-mm, okay, no worries. You got to get people who had a heart to serve. The desires. Desire, don't want to do it. Right. Like, I don't know if we would have been good, like, um, kind of like slaves. Because I don't know if I would have. <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> you talking to me? Like, <laughs> like I probably would have been the slave that got whooped. <laughs> and then I would have been like. You really think we should be picking that much? And then yeah. Those niggas See, you, rain, yeah, you would have like. <laughs> You would have got the best all, all mad. God, stop asking questions. Get in the car. And then you, what, do you think we should yeah. pick it up on this side over here? Yeah, because I'm like the, I'm the friend that I'm just like sitting here. You're going to tell me something. I'm going to just look at you like, yeah. yeah, you think you should go about it like that? Right, because you ask questions. You ask yeah. a lot of questions, don't you? Yeah, I'm like I'm a curious person, like very curious. Because you want to dig into why a person thinks like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's the curiosity to me. It's like, why do you think like that? So, do you need an answer for everything? Oh yeah, I, that's why I don't like when people like, "How are you there?" I'm good. What does that mean? What do you mean you're good? What does What does that mean? What does it mean? To me, when you say you're good, I'm just like, what 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 is good? What's good right. about you? Yeah. Like you need to know a little more into yeah, because your good could really mean you semi. Like I'm okay. Yeah, like I'm okay. What do you mean you're okay? Like you want to talk about something? You want to sit? Right. Matter of fact, let me get my chair out my room. Right, but you'll ask that. Yes. So that's why people talk to you because you're a listener. Yep. But do you just listen, or do you always have like this strategic response to what they're saying? Do you want to be comforted? Do you want a solution? Well, see, that, that's that's a uh, tricky place. That is a tricky that's place. What I hit with. Because some people just need somebody to listen to them. I can listen. And not always give them the strategic answer. But I'll ask. Like or I the ask. solution. I'll ask. Oh, I don't so you don't mind asking. I don't want to jump in, but you, you want right. to listen? Right, And they be like. You want me to comfort you? Do you yeah. You what, do you, what do you need from me? Yes. What gotcha. do you need from me? Gotcha. Because it's like, I'm. Like I like to be what some people don't have in friends, uh, you know? Right. So you you that friend that I can help you when I know what you need me to do. Right. That's a good place to be. You should really listen in our episodes. We talked about I'm gonna, friends. I'm telling you. I'm going to listen God, to it. God, you're going to be like, I'm, oh, my God. I'm going like, to listen to it on the way home. Yeah, it's going to be good. So um, we've been on here for a while now. Right. What? Are some key points you want your audience to know? Look, I feel like I'm being interviewed. You are. <laughs> some key points. That's Show what up. happens when you have your aunts on. Yeah. Show up. Show up. Show up. You you don't have to know exactly where you're going in life, but I feel like as long as you're doing something consistently, I feel like you'll figure it out. Awesome. Do you feel like um, you're showing up? To some of the things that you're not comfortable and familiar with right now. Yes, I'm swinging for the fence every day. Oof. Home runs every day. Sheesh. And you're trying to knock it out of the park. Every day. I think you're doing an awesome job. Thank you. Um, handling challenges and really finding, you know, because, I mean, every day we're trying to figure out where do we fit in into our own journey of life. Like, your journey may be different from my journey. Right. And where do I fit into that? Where do I fit into this paint, this picture here and this path that you're giving me? Where do I fit in? I'm asking the question at 42. God, what is next? Where do I fit in? Right. And how do I continue moving forward and not allowing my familiarity to stop me from going into places that, he needs me to go, you know, right. and from let's don't let people's familiarity of you stop you from where God wants to take you right. because people try to hold you into a certain, you know, fit you into a certain box and area yeah. to keep you from. And, and they, they feel like, cause if I let them go this way, it's going to stop. 
what they do for me or what, but that's not the case. Yeah. People try to keep you in this box as you grow. And it's like one thing I've noticed like with me and Kevon, like we used to get like, like not harp on, but it's like, we're just Matt and Vaughn. You know, I'm like 27 now, right? I'm not just yeah. that little kid anymore. Yeah. Like, like let me grow. I have facial hair. <laughs> yeah. Like really. And I think I've seen it come in even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you got a full goatee now. <laughs> yeah. At first it was just like yeah, yeah. pieces. No, now yeah. it's full. But I'm, it's like I'm, I'm growing up. I'm getting older. I'm right. maturing. I'm going to have different opinions from my parents, for instance. Like yeah. I might have different views on a lot of different things. Yeah. But that doesn't make me less of a person. Right. I mean, And so open up these doors of opportunity. Yes. For you to voice and show who you are growing into being. Which yeah. is a perfect place that you are for your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's just where I'm at, you know. Yeah. I feel like it's a safe place, you know. Which is why you have to let more people know that your voice is out here. Oh gosh. This yeah. is me getting into my auntie. Uh -huh. Right on the podcast. <laughs> but you do, you have to I think this is good. It's good conversation. And I hope I'm invited back again. Of course. Um but I think this is a good conversation to have because somebody, even if it's one listener or three or ten, what did you say when you, well, you're going to do your closing. Yes. But, you know, I think as long as you are bringing value and bringing an insight. Yeah. It oh. helped me. I'm, I I loved every bit of it. Me too. Yeah, it's like. Part two. Part yeah. two. But it's like, it's just, it's my thing. Like, I just enjoy, I just enjoy it. I, like, and it's like, too, the other thing is, I'm willing to sit down and talk to anybody. Yeah. Because it's like, I like the convo. I want to know. I'm curious. And maybe I'll learn. Maybe I'll teach you something. Maybe yeah. we'll learn together in the conversation. But that's what the show's kind of about. Yeah. Well, I got some people I want to put you in contact with. I'm sure they okay. would love to have a conversation with you. Um, Some males at that, too. Because, you know, I think the male perspective is very good. To have, you know, it's right. good to have us females on to get our perspective and what right. we got to say, but to also hear the male view of some of these conversations and you just never know what you say can touch somebody else, especially if they see a young Christian black male, you know, growing and it's not, you know, we get into the whole um, personality, you know, who you are as a male kind right. of thing but you're a male growing and you're trying to make sure that you are leaving legacy and Got making to. sure that you are hearing what you're hearing and trying to grow into what people the lord is sending people to say in your life so i'm really excited about to see what's next for you because i know it's going to be super big and major and i'm just glad to be able to see you grow from when i first came to your life to now it is definitely some growth oh man it's been a while it's, it's a, time. a long time um and uncle. to see yeah <laughs> your uncle now <laughs> not my baby but our other baby here um yeah. our niece on him but um you know i think it has been a joy and a pleasure to see you grow into these spaces and places. And I know it's more to what's to come, you know, even in roadblocks and, you know, things may not working out just like you wanted to, right. but your persistence in continuing to be consistent and growing and growing your legacy. So I am excited and um, I'm just all, I'm here for it. Here for it. Near or far, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm trying. That's day. all we could do. Because some days I'd be like, Lord, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying. trying to work. I'm just trying to <laughs> just keep trying to up. Get... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to go to work, but I got to try to get there at least. <laughs> you just don't know how many days that come on. <laughs> Can I retire now? Like, <laughs> Do I got enough to be comfortable? Or? I'm telling you. Or do I just go live with somebody else? Because at this point, I'm tired. <laughs> so this has been an awesome conversation. I don't yeah. know. Do you have anything else you want to add, Auntie? Or are you good? Um, I would just give, I would just tell the listeners, you know, keep growing, keep going. And I think the biggest thing that you said was be consistent. Consistency and, is key. Yeah, persistent, consistent, and continue to build legacy. There is some somebody, even if it's not your child or your blood, is going to come behind you just based on your voice and your power and authority. So right. 
that's that would be my worst skin because I I'm I'm, I'm I'm coming back on the show not sure when but I'm coming back uh, coming back. <laughs> but look, that's everything, Auntie. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. But as you know, I gotta give her all her links. Anything she wants to share, she's gonna send it to me. It's gonna be in the description below. Applications for her uncle. Definitely. Top link. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to be over. I, I, they got to at least be over 35. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. What do you mean? What about 33? <sighs> over 30. I'm 42. I don't want you people don't... to call me a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I dated. Wait, listen. So I'm going to go. I can't even go. to. T- <laughs> okay. That's an off-air conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen. So to close this out, I don't know what you're doing or where you're going, but as long as you listen to this podcast, we're going somewhere. Peace.